You're now tuned into Mikey's Wife Life. Check waifu waifu Williams D. Martell Is that you? Polo the antagonist Wait hold up Is that you? <laughs> this is episode 139 139 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu As always It's brought to you proudly By And if you're watching the video version of this podcast Like our Patreon supporters are Early Brought to you by Lou Complex We are both wearing Lou Complex merch Kind of Like we always do But This is clear as day in the video version Get access to that by going to patreon.com slash mic check waifu waifu but yeah go to lukecomplex.com check out the revamped and restocked merch use that offer code waifu and speaking of patreon this patreon episode is produced by ab aaron brown j the goat g johnny lee trey hey shout out to anime lytical podcast when i shouted them out last week she got cut out i don't know why it did but it did but shout out to y'all we love y'all all 27 of y'all Ked <laughs> the pro Explicitly Monique Williams Nachi Thank y'all so much For producing this And many other episodes Of the Mike Check Wife Wife Anime Podcast <sighs> What a week was it, it's, been a, it's been a good week Was it as good as last week? I No uh, So there's It's I got some reasons why I wasn't as good as last week, mm. but there was still some some good stuff to happen this week, and then there's some stuff that just stayed the same trash this week. But you mm, know, mm, interesting, interesting. Yeah, I um I was irresponsible. Okay, I'm like I could start it at this time. Realize that you know there's a few episodes that like that came out on Sunday. Obviously, you know you know the ones that came out every Sunday, and I'm like oh that's more than enough time to just wait until this amount of time. And then I watch them And then I realize I missed Saturday and Sunday So I had two days of animated catch up And there was quite a few shows that came out So I had to kind of binge it all It's kind of late So if we seem tired I apologize ahead of time But we still gonna bring it Specifically Because this episode is a big one Uh, Apparently there's some shit going around on Twitter uh, Because of Crunchyroll's Anime awards That we shouldn't even care about But for some reason Twitter does yeah, that's that's going to be an interesting conversation. Um, the antagonist conversation is a big one for Mike Check Waifu Waifu. I mean, because we're, I, I, would you say we pros at it? I think we're pros at it. We are the antagonist. We are the antagonist. <laughs> <laughs> you want to jump right into that conversation? But first, wait, before we do that, before we do that, let's just talk about this, Tell. I want to know how you're doing this week. How was your week, bro? I barely got to talk to you this week. I know it's been a busy week for you, but I got to know. How are you feeling? This week has been pretty good. Uh, I feel like I ended off last week playing Divinity. Then I jumped right into Lost Ark and shit with you. And you was I, playing I was Divinity? Trying, not Divinity. Dying Light 2. Dying Light. It's, it's, the, it's the, the words flowing yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. Dying Light 2. I was playing Dying Light 2. Jumped right into uh, uh, Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as that happened, I was like, damn, I'm busy. And my time just kind of went like out 
out the window. Mm. So yeah, I've been I've been mad disconnected uh, from like my computer and stuff this week. I feel like for sure. Well, uh, what's been keeping you busy? Just personal stuff, working, whatnot. Everything. So like uh, uh work, uh, making sure I'm I'm working out still because uh before I was working at this gym, I was I was slacking a little bit. I was still mm. going. But I was slacking And then when I wasn't going I was working out at home And I wasn't going as hard as I could be mm-hmm. So I've been getting Real real Back into the routine Of working out That's good. And then you know We getting close to that uh, The ending Of that three. third trimester When that baby three get here mm-hmm. Yeah Damn. So you know Yeah Gotta make sure everything right Right But what about you bro What's going on Man Shout out to This month of video games It's been crazy Cause like you said Dying like Two so good still still playing through that um but this was launch week for lost ark so we dedicated this week to lost ark and it's been fucking incredible shout out to uh nachi shout out to shibibble or aka bm brown for joining the guild i started the oh, guild for the I first still time gotta do that yep started the guild for the first time in many years i haven't ran a guild for a long time and for those of you that are not video game nerds that's like a group of a club that people can join and you can do stuff together in the game it's it's a whole thing. I'm a nerd. It's, it's a guild. Some of y'all watch fairy tale, so you know what it is. There it is. There you go. And so, yeah, um, it's called Blood Letter. So if you want Una servers and you play Lost Ark, search Blood Letter and you can join us. I really, so question. What's up? Is it Blood Letter as in like it's it's the the letter and it's it's got blood on it, or is it Blood Letter as in somebody who lets blood out of the body? Mm, I don't know. It was an accident. I created this shit on accident. <laughs> I'm experimenting with the game. I'm going through some menus, and I see, oh, create a guild. That's how you do it, huh? I'm, I'm just about to type this in to see how it works. I typed in the name because I, I guarantee, I knew it was going to be taken. I just typed in something. I figured that would be the most edgiest and most taken name on all of the internet. I typed it in, and it didn't even warn me to say, hey, you're creating a guild. Do you want to do this? And I just, it just typed in and press enter, and it was done. It was created. Don't well, you hate that shit? Well, I'm like, well, shit, no confirmation? All right, well, guess I'm running the guild now. <laughs> so. Did, didn't I say that shit happened to me just recently? Yeah. I was playing. No, yeah, because it was for uh, Dying Light 2. I hit hard difficulty, and no, I was like, no oh, it's going to give me a warning. It, no confirmation, just dropped me right in the heart. Got my ass beat on the first <laughs> tutorial. <laughs> yes, yeah, wow, wow. They got to be more clear, right? But anyway, yeah, that, yeah let's that, go. Polo the guild leader. Yeah, whatever. We're here. We're doing it. I enjoyed the game. It's probably the um, best MMO I played since I started Black Desert years ago. Um, I'm definitely going to see more time into it, and it's more variety. So I love that. Love it, love it. But yeah, I've been having a good time with that. It's been taking up a lot of time. Um, I got to stream it too. Anyway, this is not you a ain't, podcast. You ain't got you ain't got to do nothing. Do, what you, do what you want to do. That's a fact. Uh, this is an anime podcast that comes to you every Tuesday at 9:30 a.m. EST. Or CT, whatever, whatever it posts, it posts on Tuesday in the morning times. <laughs> but the thing is, it's always nine thirty. It never, we never miss the nine thirty, only except once. So, you know, it is what it is. It gets. Uh, you can listen to it on Spotify. Make sure you rate us five stars. I don't know who that was that rated us four star, but we appreciate you too. We love you. All love. Thank you so much for for just even voicing your opinion in the first place. We know whatever reason you did it is because it's probably because of Polo. I will say it's probably because of me because I am the antagonist. That's not true. That's, That's absolutely true. true. I fucking destroy people's favorite yeah. anime and I don't yeah. give a fuck. 
it, it was it was probably some woman who heard your voice and realized that she couldn't have you and got salty. <laughs> Stop it! This is not even <laughs> close to true. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, but we appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much for rating us on Spotify. If you can't do it, if you are listening to this podcast on Spotify, make sure you rate us five stars. We greatly appreciate it. And if you're listening on iTunes or if you have an iPhone, just go over to iTunes and search my check wife for waifu and leave a nice comment and rate us five stars there as well. We appreciate that. And um, now, as far as this antagonist conversation goes, tell you want to brief the peeps what we are uh, referring to on so, this day of February 13th before Valentine's Day. I love you. too. So, Oh, I love you too, bro. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, I, you know, and I ain't get you nothing this year. My I'm sorry, bad, man. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll worry about that next year. <laughs> like always. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, like every year, Crunchyroll has an anime awards. And they announce, you know, what characters, what anime, what soundtracks, what voice actors win, whatever titles. And some of them we agree with, some of them we disagree with you know it, it, it's your you make your opinion you know people vote on it it's up nice. to you man nice. uh but aaron yeager won best antagonist or uh yeah best antagonist and the the issue with with that is the understanding of you know the word itself antagonist yes. um because although aaron yeager is in many senses of the word technically like he is a, a bad guy in this series and he is someone's antagonist in this series Aaron Yeager is the main character yes. making him the protagonist for this series so to say that he is the best antagonist is like inherently in itself just wrong because uh, how could he be the antagonist of his own series uh kind of wild now there's also a lot of people who saying like you know he definitely is antagonist Aaron Yeager is bad guy and the, the issue is you're, we're, co- we're correlating the words antagonist and bad guy together and that's mm-hmm. not what it is right that's not what an antagonist is um, because the Joker is not the antagonist to him he's doing his his thing for the reason that he believed is right Batman is his antagonist so it's not always that scenario uh um, what's your input on that, bro? Um, I this is crazy because I disagree with that. Uh, yes, he's the protagonist. Absolutely, he's the protagonist of the character. But can the protagonist not be antagonistic? Well, and that's not that's not what we're uh, that's not what, what I'm saying. I'm not saying the antagonist or the protagonist can't be antagonistic because inherently, like we said, the the protagonist is themselves like the antagonist of like their antagonist right Mm -hmm. um and i think the best way to put it is that aaron yeager is a what they call a deuteronomy something like that he is the middle he is the both the antagonist and the protagonist Mm -hmm. there you go deuterologist i think is what it is i think you're right but but the 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 reality is is like imagine turning on batman and calling batman the antagonist you know when he's really the good guy you know yeah yeah, but, but the thing is, the definition of antagonist is so, is so um, it's wide ranging, right? Because I got the the definition put up right here. It's, it's a person who actively opposes or is hostile to someone or something, an adversary. So, I mean, technically, Batman sure can be. You know, he's an antagonist to us because he actively. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, oh. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No. No. I couldn't even get that out without laughing. Wait a minute. Yo. <laughs> anyway, but it's in in and I look at it. That's why we have the segment, and we sometimes host the rare spaces, the rare Twitter spaces at my check waifu, the antagonist spaces, because like yeah, we we are the quote unquote protagonist or the host of this podcast who can then be antagonistic towards probably your, your most favorite series. Obviously, everybody understands my hate for Black Clover. Black Clover is extremely popular. I'm their antagonist. We both hate fairy tale. Obviously, we're the antagonist towards that. We both hate Batman. We're the antagonist to that. So it's like, like we're the host, but we also can be antagonists to other people. Now, Same. now let's let's also let's let's flip that right. We're antagonists to those things, which are normally good, right? Those things are things that people normally like and accept and enjoy. Right, right. Now, are we not also antagonists to, let's say, perverts, right? Yes. We don't we Absolutely. don't fuck with perverts. Right. So now we are antagonists to perverts, which in a, in, in a lot of ways, that is protagonist for a scenario. That is a, that is a positive thing to dislike or to be aggressive towards those kind of people. Mm. But we are still, that's still, as a definition of antagonist is, a person who actively opposes or is hostile towards someone or and or something. Right. So we are definitely still an antagonist in that. But to to call Aaron Yeager the antagonist of a series where he is, where his whole intention is to do positive or to do something good, I feel like is in itself wrong, and I, I mean I don't have that definition of protagonist pulled up, but let's just let's just go ahead and go there. Since Google we, University, we, that's my college. Hey, there you go. I normally use you know for Merriman Webster for definitions, but we here. Um, <laughs> so the main figure, one of the most prominent figures in a real situation. Boom, that's him. So my my question to you is: Does is what was the nomination for antag- best quote unquote antagonist for this Crunchyroll Awards? Because again, I stopped caring about Crunchyroll Awards after we did it last year and realized that that shit was so pointless and a waste of my life. So I, sorry, Crunchyroll, if you want to sponsor us, we still take it. But like, I still, I like, I want to know like what they're, because if they're just equating antagonist to villainy, but then that's wrong. You know what I'm saying? So if, if that category is just full of fucking villains and they decide to throw Aaron in there because it seems cool, it seems like the the uh what's the what's the kids say? The pushing P thing to do. I don't fucking know if that even is the right way to use that, but I don't care. Is that if that's like the hip thing to do, then okay. You know, like I I I get it. Let's let's look at what they what what their awards actually gave because I'm, I'm I gotta pull it up and it's not giving me the whole thing on like other websites so I'm gonna pull up and see what they got okay um yeah because I'm looking I want to know specifically what was in that antagonist list for obvious reasons because like I said if they put in fucking Aaron Yeager with the Metro Boomin Man then that's like that's definitely inherently wrong because they're using antagonist as a as a word of villainy not necessarily a a, a fucking the proper term of antagonist. So, so here are the nominees, right? Obviously, Aaron Yeager. We have uh, Tamora Shigaraki. The fuck? Yano from Odd Taxi, which I think you should watch, honestly. I think we should talk about Odd Taxi. Okay. Echidna from ReZero. What? The uh, fuck? Adam from Skate the Infinity. Oh, and Kizuki from Tokyo Revengers. Stop it. See, this is, this is wrong. This is just wrong. 
because yes, yes, they're they're antagonists in a villainy sense. Putting Aaron Yeager into that category isn't right. That is inherently wrong. Though you should have just said best villain. That's, that's it. That's the yeah. that's the category. It's not antagonist. Ugh. It's a protagonist with an antagonistic characteristic, which yes. is inherently different than best antagonist. He doesn't belong in the category with best antagonist. Uh, that was stupid. Yeah, they're stupid. They're not. They're not. They don't. Uh, they don't quite. I'm about to become an antagonist towards. <laughs> oh man. I'm, I, I what I can't stand is that like. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, and I'm gonna play devil's advocate for this. Please. Um, not devil's antagonist. Um, <laughs> but let, let's say, um, they're looking at it in their perspective of Aaron is obviously hostile towards the part sure, of the world sure. that is against the Marlians, right? Mm-hmm. That's what he's hostile against. And because of his impact in terms of making that change and, you know, how things happen in the anime to make that change, yeah. which technically a lot of that didn't even really come to fruition yet before they made this vote. Um, I can see why he would be considered best antagonist for that in a sense. But yeah. even then... For a, for him to be considered best antagonist in his own series, like where the series is mostly about his actual experience, feels wrong. But that's not that's not even the root of the problem here. The root of the problem is you are absolute he you are absolutely right. And the internet, I don't know if it was the internet or you or me or whatever. He he is absolutely right in being in the category, and I will say this like stone faced. He is absolutely right about being in the category of best antagonist. The best antagonist category is just wrong mm-hmm. because they chose villains. They chose villains. You, it's just villains. Yes, they're 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 a person who actively opposes an, or in a hostile towards something or some someone, but like those are just villains. Th- th- those are literally villains in, in the anime story, and I think they're just trying to get cute with the way they were their award ceremony, so they don't use the word best villain. But just why? But like why? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he's an antagonist, sure. He's antagonistic, but he's not the antagonist. Yeah, they, they, and they should use the word villain specifically to differentiate because villain is inherently meant to be evil, yeah, right? Yeah, like if, villain is is it is what an antagonist is per se, but like Aaron's not with a, negative uh, intent, yeah, without without the intent for good yes. or intent for for someone to receive positive change like that, Purely right? Demon shit, right? Right. And Aaron ain't on demon time. No, I mean, yes, he is, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> he is, but he's not quite. He's not quite. He's, not a, he, he's the. He's just. A, he, he should have been best protagonist. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you. Maybe you can't say. Maybe it, it is right because technically, villain and antagonist will be the same thing, right? It will, but not quite because Aaron's actions aren't inherently evil. Sure. I mean, to who though? It's subjective, right? Like this motherfucker's killing off eighty percent of the world. Spoilers, I guess. I mean, if if Japan come over and and shoot up your boats and you drop a nuke on them, mm, who's the antagonist? Attacking you first. Who's the antagonist? 
Yeah, who attacked first? Who, who did what first? So we are, but, who, but who who did what first is the thing, you know? True. Like, hey, we was out of this, and then you said, "Hey, I'm gonna shoot up your boats on Pearl Harbor," True. and it was like, "All right, boom!" Now America is the bad <laughs> but you know, really, right? right. It, they didn't start the war. They yeah, was just like, "All right, I'm trying to finish this shit." <laughs> yeah, true, valid, valid. It's it's a it's a slippery slope. I don't know. I, I agree. I just think, I agree. I just think if you want to go and. Like, if you want to use the word antagonist, I don't think, I think Aaron Yeager should have been in the best protagonist character category. Just leave it at that. And then you got best villains. Leave it at that. All right, side question. See, do you think he? Do you think he was qualified to win best protagonist? Are you asking me personally? Yeah. Y'all be fucked up if you ever think I'm gonna put him in the best <laughs> protagonist. <laughs> anyway. He's such a fucking he's a poop character to me personally. But okay. like that's just me per- see you got me about you about to make me go antagonist against these attack on Titan folks. They about to hate me. <laughs> no, I would want to hear this. I just that's why I asked. I don't, I, don't I, I I I actually I I like Aaron I as a character. Yeah. But I, I wanna know because I, I agree with your your view of Aaron. I just like Aaron in comparison. I I, I think he's dry. And he didn't become dry until season four. And it's for obvious reasons, mental mental breakdowns, whatever you want to call it, seeing the future, blah, blah, blah. It's cool. It was a cool little character switch up. It was fine. I just don't, I don't, again, I don't care about him. So I, 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 why would I like him, right? Like, I don't, if I don't care about him, I don't like him. Mm-hmm. That's just inherently where I go with that. So Attack on Titan fans, relax, relax. I know y'all probably turned out the podcast right now. Like, yo, Polo's about to say something fucking ridiculous. Listen, just relax, <laughs> relax, okay? I'm I'm still on y'all's side. I'm glad y'all enjoying it. It's a it's an interesting show, um, I guess. Now, hear me out. Yeah. Uh, with all of that, because like I said, I agree. I think my issue is, and this is before we get to spoiler talk, without spoiling stuff. They made this attitude change last too long. No, because he went the shift to this specific attitude change like it should have been it felt like this story progression should have gone a little bit faster with like how things no are going. We, we had to know well okay i think what it is is the gap between core one and core two right i think if it was straight through if you're watching it straight through it's a completely different story that's being told to you but think maybe about it. so if you maybe. watch part one just leading straight up into part two it's gonna feel no different. It's gonna you're gonna feel the year passage, the years passage. You're gonna think he's still a good guy at the beginning of se- season four, and then all of a sudden when shit start to flip, you know what I'm saying? I th- it, to be honest, it kind of went by fat like quicker than than it felt in the manga when I was reading it. I mean, I was gonna say, I guess I could say the the reason, and and it didn't go by quicker for me in the manga because I had to wait month to month. Right, right. Um. Yes. That, that, <laughs> but that that, that kind of proves my point even more. You know what I'm saying? Like I read it straight through, so it was like it, I got a little a lot of time with it because I felt his I felt his emotional state change when they kind of showed the flashback when I was reading through it and they had the little side notes and shit. But then in this one, like if you look at it from a separate perspective of core one and then core two. It's like it was a lot of time, so it seems like he was brooding a lot of time, but it was only like maybe three, four episodes. Mm. In retrospect, okay. I guess so. Yeah, because it to me it felt like he he had this like shut off attitude for 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 too long, and mm. and I just I, I fell in love with Aaron with the idea of him being so supportive of his friends and mm. his colleagues and shit like yeah. that. That was that was the Aaron. That was the Aaron I loved. 
Yep. I'm not saying I'm not saying I don't love this Aaron because I do still like this Aaron. He just he wait he a little. If if I'm gonna be destroy the world kind of personality, I I would probably be a little bit less broody about it because I don't I mean, have the, I don't I don't have the emotional energy to 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 constantly be sad, bro. So what you did was a double negative. So if you if you don't have the energy to be sad. He don't have the energy to have energy anymore. He's been through. <laughs> look at me taking up for Aaron. What the fuck? He's been through years. Like technically, when he was in, when he was visiting Yamir or whatever, how long was that? Did that last? Right. That was all like quote unquote. That was a that was a year. That was a year of him dealing with that. But not only that, he also had the memories or the his like his future in his head. He saw all of this playing out. He had all of this. So you got to live with that all the way up into the point where we are now. To, to get, then get it active And then you still got more uh, future memory So it's like if you if you know the future You're fucked bro Mentally you gotta be fucked If you know what you gotta do to get the outcome That you're trying to get Like I'll be fucked up too Like I know my mother I, I, gotta, I gotta make sure my mother die I gotta make sure my father die I gotta make sure all this shit happen For, my, for this and I'm just I'm mentally done You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and that's, and checked that's, out. Yeah, He's checked out And that's, and that's Understandable, but again, I just don't care anymore. I know I made it seem like I did. I don't give a fuck no more. And if I don't give a fuck about you as a character, as a person, then you're it's, it's you're shitty to me. So and that goes that goes in real life too. So if I don't give a fuck about you in real life, I don't. You're useless to me. You're wasting my time. Anyway, antagonist Polo. Um, <laughs> antagonist space coming soon. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm glad this the shows. It's being um, It's definitely faithful I'll say that Because I'm starting to see Like fucking panels That I remember In my head Pop mm-hmm. up in the show I'm like oh shit Yeah I remember that I remember that I remember that Um, Like when he was talking To all the uh, What you call it Marley and sorry The, the yeah. subjects of Ymir Yeah And The way they were looking up At the tree and shit And listening A beautiful panel and that, Yeah that shit was great That was a good scene But anyway yeah, I don't know. This, I don't know. I think what I think we're doing is I think we're overcomplicating the antagonist category. So maybe it's just on us. But I just feel like it should have been a, a, a clear separation between villain and antagonist here. Yeah. If you're going to add Aaron into the category. Because, yes, Aaron belongs in the antagonist category, but he belongs in the antagonist category just as much as, uh, what's his name? Um, Rung, Rung Ha or whatever his name is of Love of Kill belongs yeah. in the antagonist category. Like, it, it's like... It's a weird slippery slope. So I don't know. He don't right. belong in there with Shiba Rocky. Exactly. You're right. right. But a villain is also antagonist. Fuck, man. I'm confusing myself. <laughs> uh, I mean, let's let's look at. Okay, I'm, we can talk, we're gonna talk about that a little bit more when we get to uh, Tokyo 24 for it too. Yeah, let's let's get into it right now. Villain versus antagonist. Let's look. here's a it popped up in Google. Villain is defined as someone who with evil. Oh shit. Uh oh, here we go. Let me let me let me sit up for this. Let me pull on, pull on the polo eyes. This might have just solved our case right here. We, we might be all right. Might have been right the whole time. Villain is defined as someone with evil intent and someone who is directly responsible for specific harm or end danger to your protagonist. To your protagonist, an antagonist is someone who actively opposes and blah blah blah. What we read earlier. So, hmm. Is there a real difference? What is an antagonist? An antagonist is a character. 
creates challenges for your protagonist. Generally, they will have a default set of morals and values, but they're right. not inherently evil. Exactly. Your story, your story may consist of several antagonists, but there will only be one villain. Uh huh. And, and I guess you can also think about it like this way, right? And this is just this is personal trainer tell coming out to talk to you real quick. Oh fuck! I have a bicep here, right? See this muscle here, my tricep. But what the fuck be- does this have to do with antagonism? Just listen. <laughs> okay, I'm listening. My bicep is my protagonist muscle because it's the muscle that actually pulls this arm closed. My tricep is my antagonist muscle. Now this muscle can still help in terms of pulling this closed but if this is overactive it actually pulls it open more so basically it's not inherently bad to have a strong antagonist because it can help close the protagonist or help with the protagonist closing but if it's too strong it pulls back so it's like it's it's negative and and can be positive wow you're a genius you're absolutely right okay so yeah yeah we were right so this conversation is a conversation that we should be having because to be honest I was mentally fucking myself up because I believe that they're different. I believe that they're different from the start. I just, I feel like, I feel like I was weirdly wrong, but right. Like in this weird area, like, I don't know though. Cause villain is inherently opposes the protagonist. Right. But it's not inherently yeah. evil. So it's like, right. That's where I was. Yeah. So no, he doesn't belong in the end. He, he does belong in the antagonist category, but Shigaraki and, and whoever else was in that other category don't belong in the, in the antagonist category. <sighs> we got it. We got it. So we in there. Yes, he is an antagonist. No, he's not a villain. So he doesn't belong in the villain category as an antagonist. Yeah, yeah. like they literally just put him in there with a bunch of villains. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, like he like he really just out here villaining for fun. True. Now, to move on slightly but kind of in a similar span of things Tokyo 24-4 did something with episode let me just reference the episode real quick did something with episode 6 that was incredible okay and the show has been incredible since the start and I forgot to add it to our shows that deserve more attention because this definitely does deserve more attention Um, but like what it did kind of fucking blew me away I just got finished watching it literally not even 15 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> not even, no, not even 30 minutes ago because we've been recording for 30 minutes. But like, <sighs> do we talk about it? How can we, we can't talk about it without spoilers and this shit does not need to that, be spoiled. That's what I was saying. Let's wait till spoiler let's, talk. I didn't want to go, but let's give, let's give basic details because we did okay. kind of predict this. I'm not going to say we did because I think you predicted this. Bro, I kind of hit the nail on the head, didn't I? Yeah, you predicted this more early on i think by episode three or four you kind of predicted it um yeah. i think it was four yeah a plus i you know what i'm yeah. saying and it ended up being almost kind of right on the head and so it, oh man but but basically what it did is there is and this is why i kind of wanted to, why i wanted to reference this in the antagonist talk because our three main characters in tokyo 24th ward they are all yeah. protagonists and they Absolutely. work together in a unit right but they they kind of antagonize each other in terms of how they complete Absolutely. their goals and and other things. It's a triforce of antagonistic ways, bro. It's crazy. Exactly. And I did also realize um, one thing specifically about this of RGB. There's only one of them who, when they come into action with things, doesn't actually cause an inherent problem. Mm-hmm. Um, being blue but, in this scenario. Yeah, but he's always looked at as the problem. 
He's always looked at as a problem. Yeah, fucking crazy. Watch Tokyo twenty four four. We need to go into spoiler talk with that because that's fucking crazy. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Because <laughs> yeah, you, what what we love about anime is when it just offers so much more. And now a lot of people don't like Tokyo twenty four four, which is weird, or a few people, I should say, which is weird to me because the show is fucking phenomenal. It don't look the best. It isn't like it isn't you know that like an outstanding animated show or whatever the fuck. But what it offers is special because it offers so much like dynamic characterization of just this, not only just the characters in the show inherently, but the location. There's there's rare that I feel anime has a sense of location, right? Like, I'm going to be honest with you, the, the, the strongest sage with the weakest crest has no sense of location. Mm-hmm. at all like it's just we're just in the place and stuff happens <laughs> Tokyo 24-4 the, lo- <laughs> the location is just as important as the characters itself and that's insane and it's like so many characters that you that, that you have to like keep track of keep they, track yes and they all have life and they introduced the character in like episode yeah. four or Think, three oh my that God. is still prominent right now and kind of doing shit that's shaking a little bit Facts. but I'm about to get nerdy. don't even know I'm don't even get, know if you're the real villain yet I'm about to get real nerdy real quick think of it like this okay everybody has somebody uh, if y'all haven't ever played games before in your life go pick up a fucking video game I don't know but if you've ever played a video game there's always NPCs right mm-hmm. NPCs are are are, are are people that just kind of walk around the city and, and and do stuff sometimes, or they just they're just static pieces for video game. Non playable characters. Exactly, non playable characters. For those that don't know, these this fucking anime is like is like a video game with NPCs that have the day and night life cycle, right? Like games like Skyrim, where NPCs will go to sleep, they will wake up, and they would do stuff around the town. This is exactly how this feels. It's fucking crazy, man. Like they wake up and say, you know what? I might cause problems today. <laughs> right, right. I'll make my, I might make this Mari special, but then the mom, mom might make, say, say something crazy. It's a good show. It's a fantastic show, and I like this dynamic of it. But what's crazy is how I ended up predicting, you know, I'm, I'm going to twirl up my mustache a little bit, predicting the story in a show. <laughs> without predicting it but it still didn't feel predictable when it happened right yeah so i made one prediction which i think came out right and polo made the other prediction the i plus the i plus a plus i mm-hmm. prediction polo made but i made the other prediction that came out to be a little bit closer or cl- less right too you talking about the dad? I think, yeah that was my prediction well, we both made it because I know I said I think he was the villain. I think we might have said it back to back because I, I know I think you I definitely said that. I was like, somebody go listen to that episode for us and let us know which one of us said it. Yeah, let us know because <laughs> I know I was like, as soon as I saw him, I was like, yeah, that motherfucker. Yeah, same man, right? Same <laughs> man, right? Yep, yep. Because I had I, that same I, feeling. All right, but hey, look real quick because I can't. I feel like we we can't keep talking about that without spoiling because I feel like we just spoiled a little bit. Oh shit! Right oh there. shit! We did. <laughs> I'm not cutting uh, out. I'm sorry. I watched Tokyo 24 War. You still, right. it's still a lot more to, to that show than meets the eye. What was your episode of the week? Oh shit, we didn't do that. Oh, mm. how can I not? How can I not say my dress up darling again, bro? How can <laughs> I, was, I fucking I was not? The same <laughs> like, how can you not? Because it was just so good. This is the first time ever that I think where we had a main character. A main character 
who's actually getting crushed on by the sidekick. It was it was a beautiful thing to see. It was it's so it's so well done, man. This show is well done in every uh, aspect of it. So that's my show of the week. I I can agree with that. My my Justin Donna is just really good fucking episode this week. Um, Destroyed it. But I'm not gonna say it's mine. Mm. Um, mine is ranking the kings this week because. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, Boji has some some greatness, and I was really I was really rooting for Boji in this episode. Yeah, he got active, but it didn't work out. <laughs> like, I love when they because they prepped us with it. It was like, don't let Boji fight this motherfucker. <laughs> and what happened? Yep. It wasn't working for him, but it was just it was just good because they gave us a lot of details yeah. in this episode. It was fucking adorable to see. It was a good. That was one of the ones I caught earlier in the week. But also, man, also, we cannot forget about the genius prince, bro. Hey, another one. This motherfucker is amazing, man. A, a genius. Because what? Right. When they break it down, I'm sitting there like, oh shit, bro. That's fucking crazy smart. Because he, he didn't have a choice. I'm like, what? Because when he when they okay, so the way they set up the episode is they set up the episode of him just doing the action, and then when the action is done, they go back and explain what the act what the plan was that until that until that action. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I love that shit. Because at first I was like, are they not going to tell us why he did this? Because I'm conf-. And then they start going into that story of why and how. It was incredible, man. It was incredible. And I just think it was dope how uh, how he explained why he even did it in the first place, right? Yes. Like, he was like, well, I told you that if I ever was in this situation, I would help you. Yep. Maybe I might throw in a little bit of help, you yep. know, but yep. his little bit of help was a whole lot of help. Um, <laughs> genius, I think, bro. yeah, I think this genius, genius print show is kind of slept on. Like, yes, because it's the the thing about it is like, I love the concept that he really don't want to do none of this shit. Like he, he don't <laughs> yeah. have no interest in doing this at all, Yes, but he's just too good at it. Yep. Like, from episode one to where he like accidentally succeeds yep. to this episode where he's just like, but I can plan everything out ahead of time. And I'm also yeah. really good with a sword. And like my, I got, I got goons on my side over here yep. that we can, and he, every time he's like, all right, we out, right. We outnumbered on this front, but with proper planning, we can win with no casualties. And it's like, I love this. I love this. It's an unbelievable show. I, I don't, uh, I don't. Okay. So I, how can I explain this, man? People, I, we as podcast hosts who do seasonal anime on a weekly basis have to understand that people just don't have the time that we do. And it's not saying that we have a lot of time because we we don't. We're also very busy ourselves, but we literally dedicate ourselves to watching this stuff so we can then relay this information to you guys so then you guys can take this information and pick and choose what you want to see or watch from that which is perfect which is the point of this podcast the thing is is i find it my mental mental is like yo why the fuck ain't people talking about this and i gotta realize that people ain't gonna take the time to watch something called my genius prince my genius prince uh, Genius Prince's Guide to Raise the Nation Out of Debt. <laughs> Who the fuck is gonna look on Annie List or or Crunchyroll, see that title, and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna turn this on." Like nobody, right? Like I have to understand, like that shit is not gonna happen. So when we say, like, I don't understand why this shit slept on or this shit is slept on, like we also have to put it in perspective. Like people ain't gonna just do that. People want to watch their Attack on Titans. People want to watch their Tokyo Revengers because of popularity in, in conversation. Like, and then that's fine. That's perfectly fine. Uh, we just want to help you 
open up. Sort just through take, it. And just sort through it. Just, just sort through the trash, sort through the greatness that is obviously needs to be watched so that we can get more seasons of this shit. <laughs> Mostly. It's kind of selfish of us to do, but that's the kind of the goal of it. And right. like that, alongside like uh, Takagi San teasing Master Takagi San, like that show is fucking so special. It's so sweet. It's so wholesome. So cute. Um, and it's finally, they're finally starting to make progress with. Like she's dropping hints, like you know, you know, like I don't want to say it. It, it. They're just dropping hints about their their little relationship, and it's starting to come into a little bit more of an understanding, which is fucking adorable. And it's three seasons of just pure greatness. Because what they do is they do the little, the small little story thing, you know, kind of like a uh, Komi can't communicate or uh, Kaguya-sama love is war. How they do like instead of an episode based around like progression progression to progression they do small little chapters within episodes and i find that to be so refreshing because it's always something different they give us a little nice little title screen every time they switch to something and it's like five to eight minutes long of each thing but it still have a progressive story with it and it's just so pleasant to watch that i think people need to watch that too man it's so good and it's three seasons of it you got a lot (sighs) um on top of that, I don't know if you caught in the land of Lido. Yeah, phenomenal. Uh, I just like the interaction with the fact that we finally got another uh, player character. Yes, yeah. And to see what was going on with that, I was like, "Yo, that's dope." Um, what was funny about that is like how he talked about how he's a kid because that's fucking MMOs in a nutshell. But we also know that he's in the same predicament that she is, mm-hmm. you know. Inadvertently, he thinks like this is just a game, and he's right. It is just a game, but she she's a little bit older and a little bit more cognizant of what's going on, knowing Mm -hmm. that like they are in dire straits, and that if this game turns off, or if they if they die in this game, that's it. That's end of it for them. Because we don't even know. Like, is this a game now, or is it life for them? And I'm starting to think it's literally the sword art situation but in a different sense right she's long she's long dead in the real world right she's definitely dead but um i don't know if you ever played the uh or heard about the game called i think it's called tacoma or something like that where Mm -hmm. where it's all about uploading your i think it's called no it's called something else but the same person who made tacoma made this game but it's all about taking your consciousness are you willing to take your consciousness and implant it into a computer so you can essentially live forever? That is the, the the concept of it. I think that is what this situation is. I think her her consciousness is implanted into this machine and she's essentially just there forever, which is a sad and, and ominous and dark thing to think about. But what else could it be? Right. Like. I feel a little bad for for Googling this, but I'm pretty sure they canceled this. There's a game where uh, they're trying to make it themselves now where you upload your consciousness consciousness into a game yeah, in the MMO world. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go ahead and slide up out of that, yeah, that I'm, Google search. I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's it's a weird thing to think about, right? Like, you know, would you, would you want to live forever? Or would, if, you, would it be you if you, like, it's okay. So, okay. Experiment time. Let's let's talk about it. let's talk about it. Yeah, let's 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 experiment. This is a, a my check waifu waifu lab real quick, and I want y'all to play along too. So tweet at us at my check waifu waifu with with your answer to this question if you can. That'd be great. So you have your life, tell 
you are Montel right now sitting right there in that chair on the video version of this podcast that you can get exclusively on Patreon. Okay, that's you. Now, I'm going to take the you that is right now, make a copy of it by plugging some shit into your ear, <laughs> downloading who you are right now as Montel and making a copy of it and putting it on the disc that I just took out of your ear. Okay. Then now there's two of you. Would you be happy with dying? You're the you that's sitting in that chair right now because you still alive here, right? Technically Mm -hmm. your conscience is still alive or would you want to continue to like live on? All right. I have two things to kind of say to that, right? Because this is kind of how I break it down in my mind. Uh, I don't mind copying my consciousness. Mm-hmm. Like if that was a scenario where my consciousness can be copied, I don't mind that. So the you um, that's living like you right now, there will be two different yous, two different perspectives, but it's still you. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind that mm-hmm. idea. But also, I also understand and grasp the concept that even if you copy my consciousness, that one that you copy that's right next to me or in a computer or wherever it is, although it is thinking exactly like me, it's not going to be me. Um, and even thinking going forward, if I never see that copy of my consciousness again, let's say you sit, ship it off to Japan, right? The other side of the world. And it starts to experience an entirely different life. That consciousness is no longer me. Um, and no, and, I, and and although it may develop in a way that I would have developed had I been in that situation, it's still not me. Uh, so, so but, but what if when you die, you just go to that copy of you, like you, the you that that's you right now goes to that. I don't have no way of proving that. See, would that's, I, would that's I think the weird that's part what, about this. Would I think that was dope, and I and I would have, be happy with that? Hell yeah, bro! But like, <laughs> only in the concept, like I just get to take over from where dude left off, <laughs> and I got new knowledge and shit. Yes, all right, cool. That's cool. But that's but where, like that's where this dilemma for this question but, comes from me personally. But, but that's what this is what I'm going to say, right? Like, because mm-hmm. I actually saw there's a movie coming out about something like this, or it's already out. But like, would I copy my consciousness for the sake of my family so they could just be happy in knowing that like I'm there to still help them or or mentally process things with them or anything, just to give them that comfort and peace of mind that I'm there? Yes. Uh, do I necessarily care to take over for my consciousness? No, because I I personally think like the idea of eternity and living forever is kind of like what happens in ranking of kings where you lose part of yourself and that idea of living forever you lose humanity because you realize like i have i have everlasting everything now i don't need to worry about anything else i can just literally what the entire show is about too by the way right i can i can can quite literally be whatever now and i don't quite i don't want that for myself even though i I believe in my morals and stuff like that Mm -hmm. i think that even even with enough time that your morals will waver no matter how good of a person you are on the inside. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to, I don't want to have that, that kind of option. So I would say, no, if my consciousness is going to live on through something else, I would perf- be perfectly fine with dying and not taking over for that consciousness. Yeah. So the only thing with this question for me is, and why I struggle with even having an answer for it is because I don't know, like, okay, again, this is me right now. I'm looking at my hands right now. If I make a copy of that, right, and it, it, 99%, 100% copied, is is it going to be the same me, since it's my consciousness, 
the same me that's right here looking at my hands just right here looking at my hands so it's like two me's looking at my hand you know what i'm saying like is it that that's the part i don't understand like because again i'm i'm me i'm 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 me i'm still going to be me if i make a copy of me so like am i here and there and do i live with four eyes like you know what i'm saying like is that is that that's my thought process like what what the fuck is it all right so on this anime podcast i'm gonna answer it like this uh Cause this is, and I don't. Cause obviously, I don't think anyone fucking knows, right? Like no, this is, of course, this is all. This is, this is breaking into like pseudoscience and shit. We just two brothers with an anime podcast. <laughs> think about you in Photoshop, right? See, and you make a make a program called uh, a Polo Logo, okay, and then you 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 copy and paste it, and it's po- po- Polo Logo One dot PSD. So now you got the same exact thing. It's just a Polo Logo one. Uh, but overall, a- it's the same same thing, but because it has that one, um, because it's a copy, it's, lo- it's it, red. It's completely different. It's, it's, it's its own profile. I guess its own like profile. Its own, you know, yeah, it's its own file, right? So because it's its own file, even though it's like your consciousness, I would say think of it as like. Because there's no way for us to have two of the same. I, I just can't imagine. You see what I'm saying though? Because there's like, no way for us to have two of the same consciousness. That that's outside of the human realm at that that's, point. That's like that's like five D levels of life right there. But that's beyond the, that's beyond the point. Because with this question, it is inherently impossible to even know even if that's like what it's going to be. Like again, my mental, when I think about it, I'm thinking to myself. I'm like, well, shit. Now I have four eyes. Because it's the I'm the same conscious regardless of if I'm here or from there. If you it's got my, four arms too. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have four eyes and four arms. You know what I'm saying? Like so like I thinking about this abstractly, right? Just fucking mm-hmm. bullshitting around. I'm thinking I'm gonna it's gonna just be two me's, but I'm gonna go mentally fucking insane because I'm doing this and I'm doing that. Because it's still the same conscious. And, so, and it's also it's also yeah you got you got two brains it, and, that's what exactly what i'm saying so it's like and, and how does and you know <laughs> you see what i'm saying that's why this question is always brought up in the in the aspect or in the ratio of like okay when you die your consciousness take you know what i'm saying like this the conversation the conversation that goes into the way of is is just a copy and it's two of you now it always goes into conversation. Okay, you're dead, but we copy. We have a copy of your consciousness sitting here. So let's press play and start that consciousness up, and then you boom, you're alive again. Think. I also, I guess, I think of this too, because it's Sorry. just it's just so hard to grasp. No, no, you're doing your thing, bro. I actually like this. It's about to turn into a different kind of podcast. <laughs> the um, story. This is. Hey, but uh, your your brain has a automatic mode and a. And a I, uh, I guess I guess a more manual control mm. mode. So you could think of it as like if you had two brains, mm. or if you were operating two bodies, one of them is in probably full sympathetic mode or automatic mode, which is like I'm I'm doing this all by myself, and the other one goes into parasympathetic, where you have some control over, it, but some of it is still autonomous, uh, like like breathing. Vu. Like breathing is automatic; you don't have to think about breathing. But if you decide to think about breathing, now all of a sudden you like. Right. Okay. I had to think about it. Now I'm breathing. Right. Um, and I guess it would even be the same if you think of the concept of we about to like if you think of the concept like let's say one of those consciousnesses goes to sleep and the other one isn't. 
are you now in full control of that separate consciousness that is no longer asleep in the other one? So I think I would think of it as being like two parasympathetic bodies, Mm -hmm. one that like, and you can take full control over one whenever you're available or ready to do so. I like that answer because that I can wrap my head around that because when I just think about that question, I'm like, I don't, I, cause I, when I think of like my consciousness, I don't think about my consciousness being the way I think, right? I think about me as a living being, the way we live, right? Like me interactingly touching my desk, smacking my keyboard. Like I, that's how I think about it, right? So I'm pulling that and I'm making a copy of that. It's just two of that. You see what right. I'm saying? Like it's, I don't know. It's fucking I, crazy. To think I about. sincerely hope y'all who are listening to this podcast and not uh, imbibe or, <laughs> or get drunk or high before listening bro, because listen. I feel sorry for y'all, bro. <laughs> I'm, blowing my, I'm blowing my own brain, bro. Yo, before we go to the break, you got to turn on some music for that whole section. It's like Hell some no. chill lo-fi music. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they are. Listen, they probably shut this podcast off a long time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even going to hold you. Hey, if y'all listen to this far, let us know. Let us know if y'all got an answer to that ridiculous ass question. I don't even know what the fuck, where that even came from. Y'all probably like, man, what the fuck are these fools talking about? That was definitely a whole after story segment right there. I don't know where that came from. We're 52 minutes into this joint. Hey, listen, we about to to get to know my check wife for wife. This is part of the podcast where one of us rolls a random number generator and the other reads a question associated with that number. And this week it's my turn to read the question and tell turn to roll the random number generator. What the fuck is going on here? How many questions? You got 46 questions? I don't know because I didn't have put up <laughs> 47 questions. Uh, but before we do that, just so, just so y'all know, before we go into spoilers, again, make sure y'all subscribe. Make sure y'all like and all that fantastic stuff. Subscribe to the YouTube to get the video versions a week later um, early on Patreon. Support us there. I had something else to say here before this point. I totally forgot what it was, though. So I'm not going to say it. Anyway, what's the number? One. Whoa! <laughs> That's what I said. I rolled it. Oh, it went. It, it started off on three, and I hit one, and it went one. <laughs> or hit generate, and hit one. I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Your favorite male character? Easy. My favorite male character uh, is Hachiman from uh, my team romantic comedy Sanfu. <sighs> I'm stuck between. Hachiman and Yato, but I fucking love Hachiman so much because yeah, his personality is just it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna have to say I edge it out for like personality wise on Hachiman. Yeah, so, like yeah. it's impossible to even like to go against that. He's the best male character in probably all of anime. That's crazy. He's just too good. He's, He's honestly too good. good. I I appreciate Polo for putting me on because I wouldn't go and watch that at first. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you ended up watching it. And, and you know what's funny? Me either. It's because of the name. I'm like my turn. Like, <laughs> nah, laugh you romantic shit. All right, I turn it on. Turn it on, and that's all she wrote. Changed my life. Anyway, we'll be right back after these smooth tones.
welcome back to episode 139 of Mike Check, Waifu Waifu. I figured out what that announcement was. So if you didn't turn off the podcast because you normally turn off the podcast during Spoiler Talk because you don't watch the shows that we talk about during Spoiler Talk, I am happy to announce that next week we're just going to review Demon Slayer. <laughs> I don't know why I said that like it was a big deal. We're going to review Demon Slayer. We're going to... Um, uh, yeah, because we, we already reviewed the Mugen Train because it was just a movie, so we don't need to do that. We're going to review the uh, the Entertainment District arc um, and it's entirely using the patent and my check waifu waifu review skills. So stick around for that. It's going to be during the first half of the podcast. Probably will have slight, slight spoilers for Demon Slayer, um, but we're going to talk in generalities as much as we possibly can. Um, and yeah, stay tuned for that. To start off this Spoiler talk. We're gonna start off with um what you wanna start off with? Demon Slayer. You just finished talking about it. Let's just go ahead and jump on it. Sure, let's do that. Yeah, we're gonna talk about yeah, we're gonna talk about this a lot. Uh <clears throat> this episode didn't feel like forty five minutes. It wasn't. Well it was it was, was thirty two minutes. Forty five with commercials, so thirty two minutes. Yeah. Um it still didn't feel like that even slightly longer. I feel like it, it should have been it went real fast. Yeah, um, too fast. And, uh, and I, I'm not saying it went fast in terms of like, because I feel like it even didn't, it didn't really even feel like a, a 24 minute episode. It mm-hmm. felt like a lot of it just was flying by. And that might, that might be a testament to how good it felt. Yep. Um, because although this wasn't like the most hype episode in terms of like what it, how, how it was, it was still very good in some other senses in terms of like where they always give us that moment where the demons have those redeemable moments Absolutely. and they kind of get those moments of like uh clarity when yeah. tondro comes back to them True. but it, it was it, we, we got some cool stuff in this episode so let's not let's not skip past all the cool stuff first uh yeah before you get into the, the, the cool stuff i will say that this is the first time like sorry there's music across the street from where i live um of course as always yeah, as always i i will say that yes they would I still hated these demons, like because they were demons, like absolute demons. But the sympathetic nature of it, we always talk about this every time we talk about Demon Slayer. You feel sympathetic for them, and they do a great job of telling that story. Mm-hmm. I just, I wish it was more this episode with the conclusion of our boys, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just feel like that was it was uh I don't know it kind of just shut off it was like the good fellas it definitely just shut off and I, I didn't I didn't like that it just shut off but I feel like I, I definitely expected there to be more yeah like just a little busy even where they go or I mean just thinking yeah. about this now like is and it's, what's, your, what's the aftermath of what happened exactly that kind of stuff. but my thought is like can Nezuko heal the headmaster I, I I thought the same thing too and I was also about to be salty because I was like alright so as we get, we get we get processed through this um, let's just let's not skip too far sure. let's let's talk about how for instance we see everything that happens and we kind of get a recap of the explosion and shit right um, and Nezuko comes up and she counteracts the the like blades of the explosion with her own flames. Yeah, because it was and, blood, just like she did with uh, Rui. Right. So that was dope, and she like she saves basically everyone around. And I wasn't seeing that coming. I'm I'm legit yeah. thinking in my mind like, well, shit, uh, Uzui about to die. Yeah, because uh, another. 
Hash, Hashira going down left and right now. Look like Tandro just taking them out better than the demons are. Yeah. Um, I'm just joking. No offense on Tandro. He dope. Uh, but she saves them basically. And Nezuko's first, you know, person she cares about is always going to be Tandro. So she goes over to him and, you know, she. Blood arts. Yeah. Yeah, blood art and flames cover his body, and he can breathe and and move and everything like that. She essentially healed which, him, which was a to put a little quick little pause on that pin in that, which was a dope to see because they mentioned how that didn't burn, like how her flames didn't burn anybody in else the beginning, in the beginning, very beginning of this arc. So I thought that was a nice little touch. Sorry, that, that was part of the 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 trans that yeah. uh, was put on her that she couldn't hurt humans. Yep. So that that's dope. Um, we also saw our boy uh, Inosuke beat the fuck up, beat the fuck up, <laughs> beat to a pope, and then we uh, also saw your boy, a uh, back to his uh, fucking uh, crime bullshit nah, loud hurt, ass ear no, tan ass voice. He ain't hurt though. He, he was survived. Yeah, I mean, he but he was surviving. Legs. I mean, crying. He, he was in yeah, tears. He, he worked hard for that. He talked about how much pain. I don't know what happened. And I'm in pain. It, I don't know. I don't know if you'd rather see Tondro point with his two little fingers and, <laughs> and not cry. <laughs> or if you yes, want. That's what I, I'd rather I think, see, actually. I think, I think, I think uh, Zanetsu deserves to cry for having broken legs. Come, Come on, on, bro. Come on, man. What? Are you serious? All right, Polo. We, we did, did an you, experiment did number you, two. We need to see Polo with two broke legs. Did you forget cry. that motherfucker got a chin ring? Come on, man. <laughs> he has a he had a chin that went up through his chin and his tongue. A scythe. I don't know. Come on, man. Two broken legs. You broke a bone before. It just ain't that bad. Polo is a demon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, but yeah. Um, she also heals Enosuke. Yep. And um, it was dope because we seeing uh, Uzui and his wives, they crying. They're like, oh, my God, he about to die. Yeah, and like, Let me they my last freaking out. And no, the, the funny young acting one is like acting wild as hell, bro. I, I, she I, acted some reason, so I like her. I like her a lot. Um, right, though. She is. She dope. But um, we see Nezuko cute little self pop up with her little round eyes and stuff <laughs> and, set, and set Uzui on fire. And as soon as she set Uzui on fire, she like, oh, my God, grab, grab her and then start shaking her and like, we're going to have a talk about this. You can't do that. You're, and who are you? What are you anyway? And they, they freaking out. And Uzui is like, I feel fine. Ali. And I was thinking in that moment, too, is she going to be, is she going to say Uzui? Because she don't say Uzui. I'm going to be Saudi. Me, too. I was like, come on, man. Hurry up. Hurry up. That's what I kept saying. <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking like if she don't say Uzui, like if they give us some bullshit as to why she can't say Uzui, I was instantly going to be pissed. Facts. But they saved Uzui and, you know, it was that's, that's just a good moment. And they kind of had like that breakdown conversation of what's going on. And I think what right after that, they kind of say Uzui and had that little conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go to the story about the, the siblings, the upper six, right? Right. Yeah, um, and that story was it was. I was sympathetic. Motherfucker was ugly. His mom beat the shit out of him to kill him because he was just a mouth to feed, and they lived in in poverty. It was bar none, some of the worst shit I've ever seen. And, and that's that's real in some countries. You know that really absolutely, happens. Absolutely, it was awful to see because of the fact how realistic how realistic it could be for in, in some parts of the world, unfortunately, and. As soon as his sister was born, that's when he's like, "Yo, I gotta protect her." 
And that story was not, not, not to mention he raised his sister. Facts, facts. And what what made that part that whole whole idea of that story so so real for me or so dope in general was the fact that not only did he raise his sister, but he was so apologetic in the end for like the path that his sister took because of him. Mm-hmm. And um, Tandro has a way of bringing that out of demons, right? Because they were cursing each other. I hate to you. the grave at the end, right? Um, blaming each other for everything, yeah. saying the worst possible things they could say because that's what people sometimes do when they're in a state of despair and anger and yes. frustration. Yes. They they let the, all the, the worst possible things fly and they know it's going to hurt you because they know what your weakness is because yeah. they're siblings. Absolutely. And that's what they're saying. And uh, Tandro comes to them and says, like, you don't want to say that part. Right, which that's- is the part I wish you were never born. He stopped him right before he could say that. And then he put his hand over his mouth and then that shit just completely changed everything. And then when they come back from that story, both his hands and Ezekiel hands are like coming back from the demon. And you could tell like that was a moment for them, for both of them, obviously being brothers and sisters. That was a really good moment. It was special. It was dope. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if reincarnation is a real thing, if I die, I want to meet Tanjiro because he gonna make sure I come back as a good person. <laughs> That's a good person, right? Sheesh, that man be he be he be saving souls, saving um, souls. But is this is this you, the same you, conscious or is it? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but what, what do you think about them walking through the uh, the flames in the end? That's I mean, it's it's where they belonged. I guess it, it was hell. Okay. That, yeah. it, for me, that was symbolism for them and the way they went. Um, yeah. But what did you think about after that? Pretty much after that whole thing, the fucking another Hashira popped up. Your boy, yo, he was talking mad shit though. Mad talking shit. About, he talking about some, oh, you beat a Hashira. I mean, upper six. I guess that's the least you could do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, like, you had trouble with this upper six fucking problem. Like, like he wouldn't have had no fucking problems with it. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy now? And he might actually be that dope. We don't know. Yeah, we yeah. don't know. Yeah. But let's think. Let's just say like he's talking about some. That's the least you could do. And he was saying like uh, How long would it take For you to get back up Right We got an open void Still from When Rengoku died And you know You you win the next time Yeah when you next time You gonna get up To be able to work <laughs> I'm like what bro? Who's we like Yeah I'm, I'm retired <laughs> He's, your, he's your, your Least favorite manager At whatever job you got That's a fact That's a fact <laughs> I don't like one Yeah man I'm, He's like oh, it's, He's like yeah I'm retired There's no way I can continue fighting And I'm gonna tell that To the headmaster And just gonna move on for some reason, I got Why did I have a feeling that old boy, uh, um, Orochimaru was gonna kill him? I don't. I don't, I, I don't know. I didn't have that feeling. I, I just feel like. I feel like he is unreadable in a sense. Mm, like the only uh, the only other one who is like that, I think, is the Cloud dude, who is completely unreadable. Yeah. The I guess cloudy eyes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, I know exactly what you're talking about. The big dude. But he does Because I think the first time I saw him I did kind of get the same thing Was that he was kind of like Might have some evil kind of intent But this scene when he was talking Gave me way different vibes Than when they met initially Because when he when they first met He didn't seem like a good guy He just seemed like He seemed like he was Intentionally evil Or, or being nice. malicious But in this scene Antagonistic I, they, Right, he's antagonistic <laughs> In this scene they gave us they gave us some conversation from him and he didn't seem like he seemed just a little bit more he seemed a little bit younger i guess mentally than not than i thought he was i thought he was way more manipulative and, and evil but yeah he, he don't seem that bad to me right no now. no me either i actually kind of like him um 
for sure. So, I mean, with with that being said, it, again, it just it just wraps up with our three boys crying because they're happy they're all alive. Mm-hmm. Remember, uh, look, all of them were crying mm-hmm. except for except for Inosuke because we can't tell, but he sounded like he was crying. He sounded like he was he sounded, he sounded like he was dying too. I <laughs> <laughs> I must say that the voice acting in this show is fantastic. Like the obviously the sub voice acting is incredible because the demon when he was telling that story, uh, the demon the demon voice acting was incredible. Yeah, uh, they was like, yeah, my voice is people hated my voice. I'm like, yo, this voice is, this voice is clean. What are they talking about? Um, I, I will say this to to cap off Demon Slayer. Uh, let me see, let me see. So Demon Slayer season three will have uh the Swordsmith Village arc. Um, which is apparently going to have our girl in it, the um very well and um well endowed uh Hashira. I can't wait to see what the fuck she's all about when it comes to fighting. Um, and the uh, does it look like is it the snake dude? Yeah, no, no it's not the snake. No, dude. No, it's the cloud eye dude, right? Yep, the cloud eye quiet young bull. So did you watch? Did you watch the little trailer already? I did not. It's a trailer for it. Yeah, if you go um. If you go on any list, it's it's right there on the page, Demon Slayer page. It's not it's not like a a full breakdown. It just show give the music and then it shows the characters. You know. Mm, okay, I'm gonna check that out after the show. So yeah, um, that's gonna be interesting. We're gonna review that just like we do everything else with Demon Slayer. And then again, when Demon Slayer is officially done, done, which is probably gonna be many many years down the road. So we have to do this podcast for many 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 more years, which we in, entirely plan to. Um. We're going to review the entire series and average the scores together. So, yeah. With that, let's move on. Tokyo 24 forward. Of our of our review or spoiler talk, I think this is the best episode of the week for our spoiler talk. For the spoiler talk, absolutely, bro. Um, Unbelievable, like, guesses on our part, though, for sure. Because of the fact that we damn near hit that shit right on the head is funny. Um, it, it, it it was honestly predictable yet unpredictable at the same time because of the I guess it's the um the way they went about getting there right like the way they went about getting there was so abstract and fucking different like yo yeah and and I think that uh because here's the thing is like I I struggle with calling it predictable because because of that right like. The route they took to get there hmm. because even if something is considered predictable when it catches you like if you know if you know uh mike tyson's gonna throw an uppercut mm. you know it's you predicted he gonna throw an uppercut but did you predict when he was gonna hit you with it kind of thing mm. um and i don't i don't necessarily think i knew we kind of had the idea as to what was going on we just didn't know when it was coming or how they was going to predict it and now i think what makes this episode so strong is that they gave us what we predicted, but what's next to come? Oof. What comes next? We have they no they gave idea. us. We saw the dudes with the with the phoenix painting again, yep. but we still have no idea what's coming. We don't even know if what we predicted has proven who the true antagonist is. Oh yeah, because like, is that artist? Because we know that's the adult artist that uh, what you caught was talking to, um, the young girl who's Kaiba Kaiba's daughter was talking to that artist and he's essentially quote unquote the antagonist maybe or villain 
either right. or. I feel like the dad is still the villain in this particular situation, or is he intact? Whatever. <laughs> the, I, I think I think the dad is like. Dad gave me real Shao Tucker vibes because you know how Shao used his wife. Yep. Yeah, almost the exact same way. Funny enough. Um. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's that's that's the case. I, what, where I have this problem and problem is subjective is with Green, right? Like, what the fuck is Green's deal? Why would he feel like that? That's okay, just because his dad said it. I don't know about that. I don't know if I believe that. Here's and here's the issue I have with Green too, because I agree. I hate the idea of somebody doing something just because they're following orders, right? Or like I get that and his and they even gave it to him in the 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 flashback in the context they gave us about about his mom about how 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 they met Red and the things that Red did Red so they they have the flashback where they go back and how Red and Green met Mm -hmm. and Ran stole a bunch of food and uh, our our Green do uh, pseudo pseudo or cook Koki, whatever you want to call him, green. he uh, yeah, Green uh, stops Rand from stealing the food, right? And and he's saying like, you know, I'm reporting him to Sarge, get Sarge, everything like that. They take him in, and he's saying to his mom, you know, like his mom's like, oh, he was stealing a bunch of food, and he's saying like, hey, that was a lot of food, no, way more than one person could eat, and you know, they go and show him like this is what well, his mom goes to like show like this is what they was doing. Or not his mom. It was uh, yeah. The sister goes. Oh no like, no no! A, it was actually blue. It was blue. Yeah, blue goes over there with with a bunch of the like the extra bread crust and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and shows him like, hey, this is what he was doing because it takes an extra context like to see that just because what you did was right doesn't mean it was right for everything, and right for everybody isn't always right for me for like right for one person is always right for another. Right. And this is why I got that idea that like. And when I kind of start to see the parallels with Blue, right? Because Blue, although he has not always solved all the problems, he's the only one who, when he gets left out the problem, there seems to be a solution. He solved, they when they solved the first trolley thing, they all worked together. Right. But when they saw, when they were doing the other trolley things, Red and Green may have been on their own accord and Blue was trying to get something done and Blue never made it in time because Red and Green weren't trying to work together. Mm. So that's what gave me that whole concept that Boo is the only one of them who when something happens it's the only one that's going to actually be able to to make that change right and they have to work with Blue in conjunction to make it work and, and but in and I don't know where I'm looking for I'm tired it's one o'clock in the morning but and <laughs> and counter perspective to that like you said when they don't work with Blue shit goes wrong but they also treat Blue like he's the fucking problem like he's the anchor like him, him always talking about Asami not being dead, and I, I believe she's still alive. And they're like yelling at him, like, "Yo, you just chill the fuck out. You got to stop this." Everybody, or not everybody, Green and Red are literally going against everything Blue says because they feel like he's more of a. a he's a, not as smart. He's, he's a liability. He's a liability because his his morals is too good. I guess too green, whatever you want to call it. And it's like, come to find out. That's been fucking y'all up the whole time And it's fucking y'all up even more Because now Because Green and Red decide to work separately together They end up becoming adversaries And, and no lie like, And I'm not, I'm not trying to draw a conjunction Like draw lines between these two things 
but it's Black History Month, so I'm gonna use this this an, um, analogy here. Yeah. Red and red and green are both extremists. Yes. Red is he, although he's not trying to harm anybody, he's going on one entirely extreme side of the spectrum. Malcolm X. Whereas, yeah, right, Malcolm X and and green is doing the same exact thing. The whole other you know side of the spectrum. Whereas, like, let's say red is Malcolm X, green is is Martin Luther King. There needs to be somebody in the middle mm-hmm. who who. Who, the black no, Panthers. I don't. No. I don't want to be right. I don't want to be violent, uh, and I also don't want to be entirely peaceful. I want to find the right solution to get things done. Yes, because I think Blue still fuck some shit up if he needed to. But he ain't gonna. Right, that's what I'm saying. Nobody. He's not. He's not trying to do it in in the wrong regard. Yes, man. he's trying to make sure that whatever he does gets things done properly, so that people don't get hurt. And yes. and that's what what it looks like here. And like. That's where my issues with green lie. And I, I have the biggest issues with green out of anybody right Facts. now because oh, yeah. because the it's it's like he's blindly following yes, the rules. Waters, and that's yes. exactly what that's exactly what his mother was telling him not was not do. necessarily the thing. And how do you have that whole flashback? Like they show us that flashback and you literally go, go on the opposite. Like this is your mother, bro. Even even the chick that like the certain the uh I guess you can call her Butler or whatever. Fuck, she, even she's like, "Please forgive my sins." Praying to his mother, like, "Yo, I'm sorry for doing this shit." You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's and, awful. And also with everything he's experienced, right? Like he told his dad, "I got a call from Asami." Yeah, this you is know, weird, bro. and dad's like, "Oh, blah 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 blah." Let me show but you something. First, first of all, sir. Let me slow you the fuck down there, dad. Uh, first of all, I received a call from Asami, and now I see she's in a giant fucking pickle jar. Um, hold on, <laughs> it's a giant pickle jar. <laughs> I see her in a giant fucking pickle jar. You're telling me she's dead? Yo, no. Where are these, where are these calls coming from, pops? And where are these calls coming from? That's what, and, that, and they didn't go into any details, and, and they this show is also good at doing that. Maybe they'll show it next episode. But they didn't go into details as to why Green decided to agree with this fucking shit because it don't make any sense. I just explained to you I've been getting these calls, and when I get these calls, I get these incredible powers. I don't know if he explained all of that to him, but I get these incredible powers, and she basically is predicting the future. All right, so let me show you something. And he shows them, and then... We end up him destroying the school and then him selling out Red. I'm confused. But we knew Red already knew he was gonna sell him out because that's, that's just his personality. He a sellout, um, which sucks to have a friend that's a sellout because it be, it be your own boys. But it, uh, <laughs> it ain't us. But uh, <laughs> sheesh. Um, I don't know, man. I, also, not to mention, <laughs> I was thinking this. The the lack of lips they put on green dad just bothers me. Like <laughs> the way that man, that man, it go from his nose to his chin straight. Like <laughs> they just got they got a line there. This whole it's, all right, right. But look, you're a demon. The uh, I don't. What do you what do you think is about to happen, bro? Because I feel like the, they took our predictions from us. Yeah, right. I mean, we got it right essentially. Right, but but we still got. Six more episodes <laughs> after oh, that. Yeah, good point. Good point. We basically had end game predictions there, but <laughs> <laughs> what's happening next in the end game? So it's gonna it's gonna be this continued falling out between green and red. Blue obviously gonna come through and bring them together because it's gonna be some even bigger shit happening with the uh the artist dude. You think that gets solved next episode? 
Well, good question. No. I was gonna say because I don't think they can have I don't think they can have this falling out for too long. Here here's my prediction. I agree with that. I think they either gonna have the falling out and, and fix the falling out mm-hmm. in like the next one or two episodes, or they have a fallout. They don't fuck with each other for multiple episodes until like the last two. Interesting. No, I but think they gotta, gotta they gotta soon. come they gotta come together to fix whatever's about to happen. Right, because I think it's gonna be a bigger issue. But you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking it's gonna be that bigger issue next episode, and then maybe the episode after the episodes after that is them trying to change twenty fourth war for the better. I.e., stop the shantytown destruction for this fucking casino. Stop, mm-hmm. you know, shit. Just the drug D. Yeah, and then like, there's so many fucking characters, bro. They got a lot to do. How do you feel about that uh, that phone update? Hell no. <laughs> and I'm thinking that every, and I'm thinking that everybody that does it gets gets the quote unquote power that red RGB gets. But in a different aspect, right? The aspect of it being like it's uh, conformist. It just turns them all into hypnotized conform. It's the, the Madara. It's the Madara Uchiha. It's the uh, Infinite Sukiyomi. Like that's exactly what it's about to be. They they gonna use that to because they gonna use that to control the the mechanical receptors in your brain and say, all right, move this way. Yep, and everybody's gonna be safe because ain't nobody gonna be fucking up because everybody gonna be controlled. And like we said, although the dad in this anime is not inherently evil, he is definitely an antagonist because yes. what the fuck is going on, sir? Yes. Not the villain. <laughs> not the villain. So he does not belong in the villain category. He belongs with Aaron Yeager in the antagonist category. Um, I, uh, and then next up was what? Oh, we talking about what we talking about for actual spoiler talk? Yeah. We just gonna end on Attack on Titan. My my only thoughts on Attack on Titan was that I hated this episode. Um, it 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 to me. Um, I feel like this episode I entirely enjoy reading in the manga because it, I didn't have to deal with like the the sissy bullshit music playing. What the fuck like, was that, bro? <laughs> I'm like, what? Am I watching Power Rangers right now? What the fuck is going on here? I'm they, like, they, they gotta just not do this. Don't ever do this again. You got this metal ass intro that's like dark and gloomy, and then all of a sudden it's. I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? Turn this shit off. I was ready to turn it off. I was ready to put that shit on mute and continue watching it that way. <laughs> Yo, I, I was not sure if you was gonna agree with me. I was about to like, this about to be the episode that I shit on and Polo gonna like. I swear no, I was blown. Like the music was awful. I, the, and then like. Them coming together, like they could have did that better. I just they they should have given us this is what they should have given us. They should have given us like the same thing, right? Say fuck that music, yes, and make bro. the music sadder or darker or grimier or something. Yes, and then like see them struggling to fucking fight back or whatever the fuck it is. And then towards the end of the episode, they come together and they start fighting against, I don't know, the Titans and the shits. It feels so disjointed from the rest of the show. I'm like, what am I even watching? How did we go from despair to fucking uh, Gabby walking around with a 120 caliber (laughs) sniper rifle (laughs) um, and walking with the girl that tried to kill her? I just. I mean, it happened like that in the manga, though. It did, but it, it didn't sound so stupid. It didn't feel stupid either. <laughs> it definitely didn't feel stupid. And and this it was is weird, man. It was weird. 
sometimes anime adaptations just don't be hitting. No, um, that shit got real weird. <laughs> it, and like you said, it's faithful, but it don't it don't feel right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's not like this ain't what happened. Like we saw this, we saw this in the manga. Yeah, it's just, it just doesn't feel right. I was confused, man. I'm like, why the fuck is this music even playing right now? I'm like, what the fuck is this? That's all I could say to myself, like, y'all got to stop this music. I kept saying that. I'm like, y'all got to stop this music, man. Like, they can hear me and shit. Yo, <laughs> I swear, I was saying the same thing, man. Man, hey, listen. Uh, I thought I was going to be alone as fuck. Nah, I don't know. This has been a wrap for episode 139. All right. So we just finished talking about Attack on Titan and this disjointedness, this dislocated shoulder from the um, anime weird, or manga man. itself. It was mad kind of weird. Tokyo 24th Ward, great fucking episode, bro. That was yes. amazing. Um, Demon Slayer in this 45-minute episode that didn't feel like 45 minutes. Um, <laughs> great great episode, great ending, but, you know, we just, well, I ain't going to say great ending to the episode, but it was it was pretty, it was a great episode. On um, Get the Mic Check Waifu Waifu, talked about our favorite male characters. Both of ours is Hachimon from My Teen Romantic Comedy, Snafu. Uh, we also had the Mic Check Waifu Waifu Lab, first ever in Mic Check Waifu Waifu history. <laughs> <laughs> Would you copy your consciousness? Let us know. <laughs> In the land of Liedel, another another really good episode. You know they keep they keep it clean and funny. Uh, Genius Prince's uh, Guide to Raising the Nation Out of Debt, another really good episode. Man, y'all need to watch that one. It's just another good one. Great show. Episode of the week for us. My my dress of darling, consistently fucking good uh, for Polo and Mama's ranking the kings. We also had Polo taken up for Aaron Yeager, which is That's a rarity, weird. but he did it. Um, I'm real. We also, I keep it real. <laughs> we also had our antagonist talk, not the antagonist space, but to talk about, do you understand what antagonist is? Antagonist isn't inherently evil. We're trying to get you together sometimes. Mm-hmm. We just might not be agreeing with you. There's we a difference you. between villain and antagonist. Exactly. We also had a busy week, especially with some gaming. You know, these last couple of weeks been really good with gaming because we had Pokemon, then we had Dying Light, and now we got Lost Ark. Join the Guild, Blood Letter by Polo Bornfly himself. Um, also, don't be like irresponsible, Polo. Watch your anime on time. Um, <laughs> be responsible, Polo. <laughs> be responsible. <laughs> this is been episode 139 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. I'm at Polo Bornfly on all social media. I'm at King Taliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on TikTok. And as always, Mike, Mike Check. I, I ain't know if you was gonna like that. Don't be respond. Don't be irres- irresponsible. <laughs> I was like, let me just throw that shit in. <laughs>